93.9 The Eagle, broadcasting live from the Zimmer Radio Group World Headquarters. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry. Get ready for interviews with movers and shakers from our community as we dive in for a deeper look inside Columbia. Now, here's your host, Fred Perry. And welcome to the CEO Roundtable Show. Glad to have you with us this weekend. Uh, very pleased to welcome to the studio the president of the Boone County Fair, because it's fair time. Uh, Jeff Cook, good to have you with us. Thanks for having me here. Uh, you were on the show earlier this week. We, uh, I was filling in for Dr. Randley Tobler, and uh, you were kind enough to join us. And so we're going to talk about some different things uh, today than we did on Tuesday. But uh, uh, anxious to hear about some of the new things that are happening with the Boone County Fair this year. This is this will be our second year back in Columbia. That's uh, correct. The fair made a, a triumphant return to Columbia last year. And it was a very good year for the it fair. It was excellent. And we'll talk about that. But uh Tell folks a little bit about your background, uh, kind of where you grew up and, and what schools you went to and, and uh, what you do for a living. Well, I grew up uh, out in Midway area, um, grew up on a small farm. We had uh, horses and cows and raised uh, pigs that uh, we butchered. Mm. Um, and then we had some chickens and uh, then uh, went to uh, Midway Elementary School and then um, went to Harrisburg uh, School for a year. Mm-hmm. And then went to uh, Jefferson Junior High School, and then graduated from uh, Hickman High School in oh. 1982. You're a cupie. All right. Yep. You and I uh, graduated from high school the same year. Uh, I knew your dad many, many years ago. Thirty years ago, your dad and I worked together at the Columbia Missourian, and so uh, uh, Eddie Cook, a great man. He's doing okay. I take it. Yep, doing yeah, good. Good for him. Um, I, um, you know, so when you talk about butchering pigs. Uh, did you do that yourself, or did you send it off to a processor? No, uh, we did that ourselves. You really? Know, you know, back then, you know, our family would come together. My aunt and uncles would come, and mm-hmm. we'd take a cast iron hot uh, bathtub and put scalding water in it and scald the hogs. And wow, and, uh, we'd all kind of, you know, cut up the meat and butcher it. And yeah, and uh, who, who knew what they were doing? Uh, surely not me, because <laughs> I was I was throwing the eyeballs in the fire. So. Uh, you were distracted. Yeah. So <laughs> I hope Pete is not listening to this program this morning. <laughs> You're going to be in trouble. Uh, well, uh, this has been a um, uh, an exciting time for the fair. You have uh, how long have you been on the fair board? Uh, I believe this is my nineteenth year. Nineteenth year, and so you have been through the highs and lows. Uh, it all started back in 1999 when the Boone County Commission decided to buy the fairgrounds. And uh, that sort of uh, was kind of the beginning of the end uh, for the fair board in terms of your rights and your access to uh, to your fairgrounds. And, and that really changed things in, in a pretty significant way. Um, but uh, you guys have survived through that. Do you mind just telling our listeners a little bit about the history of the Boone County Fair? I like to tell people, and I'll steal your, your thunder, it is the oldest county fair west of the Mississippi. It is. And that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, people were pretty upset that we had to uh, uh, move to Sturgeon. But, you know, I reminded them that, uh, you know, the fair has moved several times mm-hmm. in its life. And, and we don't know what the reasons were that they moved. But 
you know, from what I can gather, it, it originated at uh, Hickman High School football field. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, that was probably out in the middle of the country. Yeah, uh, at that time, <laughs> at the corner of Providence and yeah, and business are that was actually U.S. forty back then, right? Yeah, and um, and then it moved from there over to Stevens College where the uh, horse stables are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're on Stevens College, yeah. and then from there to Wilkes Boulevard. So it's not the first time that we've had to move. Yeah. Um, and now you not, say Wilkes Boulevard. Are you talking about Clean Scales? Clean Scales. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is uh, kind of where the Ark is now, Clary Shy Park, right. you call it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so that was probably 40 years ago. Yeah. That that fair moved, moved to that location. Yep. So probably so. Yeah. And that's, that's where people, maybe 50 years, that's where people really remember right. uh, where it was. And, yep. and so, uh, at least the old timers. Uh, and then, um, uh, let's see. The, then you, there was a, tr- a land swap. Uh, kind of an interesting deal. Uh, the people that own the Cottonwoods Airport uh, were willing to... Uh, somehow Ron and Vicki Shy were involved in right. that. Do you remember that part of the history? Well, I wasn't on the board at that time, but um, from what I understand, Ron and Vicki Shy owned the, the property uh, that is now known as the Fairgrounds, okay. and they mm-hmm. uh, did a land swap with uh, 20 acres uh, that was on... Um, Clink scales. Yeah, and people kind of in that neighborhood, I, I think the fair had sort of outgrown itself. Uh, you know, if you were, um, a lot of livestock was brought in uh, to kind of the middle of the city. Uh, if you were to do uh, live music or fireworks, or and just parking was kind of a problem at the Clean Scales location. Right, and, you know, the truck and tractor pool. Oh, um, yeah, that got people's attention. Yeah, the, uh, you know, I, I've heard stories that uh, some of the fair board members were, uh, were handcuffed and was going to be arrested because <laughs> they wouldn't shut down the truck and tractor pool at of course not. you know ten o'clock at night where yeah. it still had you know three or four hours of still you know pulling time so so it was yeah. you know it was it was time that it needed to to move to a different location and so they could uh, you know do that stuff yeah you know the uh, a lot of organizations claim this but I, I think it's especially true uh, for the Boone County Fair but. It, it really is about the kids. Uh, and I think that the, the kids remain sort of the focal point of the fair. Um, and, uh, you know, there, there has to be some economic activity to support all the things that are being done for kids. But, but really for the FFA kids and the 4-H kids, uh, the county fair is sort of the, the pinnacle moment of the year. Right. Yeah. And, and so talk a little bit about, um, how kids are from 4-H and FFA are, are currently involved. Well, you know, a lot of our kids, um, you know, we'll start out with uh, the ham breakfast. You know, mm-hmm. they uh, they go and pick out their hams um, in December, or January, yep. and uh, start curing them, and start curing them, and hanging them in the barn, so that you know they start their projects early. Mm-hmm. Um, the livestock, uh, the steers and stuff, you know, they go and you know whether it's a farm raised animal that uh, you know they've had there on their farm, or they need to go purchase that animal and and uh, start feeding it and getting ready for show mm-hmm. uh you know all that is is started in the winter time and you know those kids you know work on these projects daily you know going up and feeding these animals uh they need to uh, halter break them where they can be walked in a ring safely yeah uh and um and be able to be shown and mm-hmm. and so it's a you know it's an ongoing thing all the way up you know to the fair and that's yeah. what uh 
that when they start in December, January, that's what they're working on is is that moment in the show ring at the Boone County Fair. Yeah, some of the uh, uh, livestock shows, some of the, the things that kids will be showing is poultry uh, on July 19th, uh, sheep and market goats, uh, rabbits, dairy goats, uh, swine and beef. Um, you told the story the other day about your son, Cody, when he was uh, quite young, uh, took on the responsibility of showing a steer. Uh, remind me how much that, that steer weighed. Uh, about 1,400 pounds. 1,400 pounds. And how old was Cody when he uh, when he first showed his steer? He was eight. Eight years old. So what did Cody weigh, do you think? 90 uh, pounds? Probably, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Not anymore, but, it, you know, uh, it's, right. uh, but, you know, that's, that is quite an undertaking. And there's just a, a tremendous amount of responsibility for that kid, uh, for an eight year old to get out of bed in the morning or as soon as he gets home from school and, and go out and, and deal with that animal. Right. You know, and, and, you know, it's, it's not only just going up and feeding every morning, every evening, but also, you know, putting it on a lead rope and, teaching it how to walk, mm-hmm. uh, giving a bath, uh, yeah. because, you know, you got to get it used to, uh, you know, bathing it and cleaning it. That way it's, you know, ready for the show. You can't mm-hmm. wait till the day of the show to right. introduce it to the water. Right. So, <laughs> um, so, you know, it's a, it's a long, hard process. Yeah. Did you show when you were a kid? Um, I did not show livestock. We raised livestock, mm-hmm. but I did not show livestock. Yeah. Um, I did, uh, Woodworking, electrical, and uh, vegetable gardening. Yeah, so that's uh, my uh, father was a 4-H leader, and so was my mother. But uh, in fact, they were 4-H Missouri's 4-H leaders of the year back in the the 1970s. But uh, it was interesting. Uh, my dad would teach electrical, and all those kids would come to our house and and gather around the the, the our dining room table and learn about electrical. And my mom would teach cake decorating, yep. and uh. uh and just, you know, I remember, all, you know, the, all the beautiful girls that would come to our house to learn how to decorate cakes. And, and so that was sort of my first foray into, uh, 4-H. In fact, I learned how to cook in 4-H. And that was something that was pretty valuable to me, even as a young person. Right. Um, so, um, you said something to me the other day that I, I thought was kind of profound, but you, you grew up, you were raised that, uh, when, it, when you look at mornings and evenings, uh, the animals eat before you eat. Right. Yeah. Talk about that. Well, I've always, you know, I was taught that, you know, God put these animals on this, uh, land for us to take care of. Mm-hmm. And so if you can't take care of it to the best of your ability, then you need to let somebody else take care yeah. of them. And so, you know, it's, it's always better to, to practice to, you know, feed them before you feed yourself, mm-hmm. and that way it makes you get done with your chores quicker. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You want to get get home and eat. Yeah, it but, uh, uh, puts a little uh, jump in your step there, right? Uh, you know, I just think today about uh, the distraction of uh, video games and all the things that kids have to sort of keep them occupied. Uh, they're electronic babysitters, as I call them. But you know, the idea of going out and and cleaning out a stall. Uh, the idea of, uh, you know, breaking up a, a bale of hay or, or dumping a bag of feed into a trough. Um, you know, it's just, it's hard to imagine that there are still as many kids out there and, and there are 550 kids that are in 4-H here and, and you know, several hundred in FFA in Boone County alone, uh, that these kids are getting up in the, in the morning and, and coming home from school and doing that kind of work. Right. So this is a, this, the fair is sort of the way that we honor them, but that we sort of celebrate their hard work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I what I like uh, best about the 4-H exhibits is that they are uh, they are on display in the air conditioned Coliseum, and so when you go to the fair, uh, it's nice to spend time inside the air conditioned Coliseum, except for the livestock. They're right. not they they are not in the air conditioning, right. and so and that all kind of culminates with a livestock sale on Friday night. Tell me what happens at that sale. So um, if the child uh, shows in the ring and receives a blue or red ribbon. Mm-hmm. Then they get to sell their animal. Wow! And so they're the the kids are asked to go out in the public and try to bring in buyers. Uh, it is open to the public, so if you have not been asked, you're more than welcome to, you know, attend the uh, livestock uh, sale. Yep. But it's just it's an auction. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it used to be in the past where the kids walk the animal up into the ring. You could see the child with the animal. Uh, and you bid on it. Um, last year and this year, we're going to do the auction inside the Coliseum where it's air conditioned. Oh, okay. Uh, so the uh, the buyers really like that. So yeah. we're going to do a video uh, screen so you'll be able to see the animal mm-hmm. and then the the child will be standing there. Yeah. And uh, and you bid on that bid on that animal. Yeah. And uh, and that was something that kind of got started during COVID. Uh, it seems like a couple of years ago there was a video auction, also. Right. Yeah. yeah. Up in uh, since uh, when we were in uh, Sturgeon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you ended up doing the sale in Hallsville. Uh, uh, Centralia. Centralia. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um. So you know, the, I think that uh, I because I was a politician uh, would show up at these sales and and buy animals, and I think the first thing I bought was a goat. And I'm like thinking, um, sort of city boy unschooled about how these things work. I'm like, what the heck am I going to do with a goat? You know, and so I bought this goat, but I quickly learned that really the tradition is, is that the buyers very rarely take home the, the animal. The animal is typically, uh, donated back, uh, to the kid that raised right. it. Is that correct? And so, the kid gets the proceeds from that and still has the animal to deal with, correct? Right, that's correct. So, so you have the choice to uh, to either purchase the animal and um, and let the the child keep the animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be a floor price set, and so if that's what you decide to do, you just pay the floor price, mm-hmm. and then um, or you know the the child can take the animal back home, uh, you know, for a short period and let you figure out. You know where you, what you want to do with the animal? Yeah, because the know. child, uh, if the child performs well at the Boone County Fair, they then move on to the state of Missouri Fair, right? The, the state Missouri. fair, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, in Sedalia, and that happens in mid-August. And so um, the hope is that the kids have a chance to show that steer or or swine uh, at the um, at the Boone, at the state fair, which is a pretty cool ordeal as well. Right? So, yeah, it's a big honor to be able to go to the state fair and do yeah. well. So. Um, we are visiting with Jeff Cook, who is the uh, the uh, president of the Boone County Fair. He's been uh, serving the Boone County Fair as a board member for 19 years. The fair is back in Columbia, Missouri uh, for the second year in a row and uh, now has a permanent home. We're going to talk all about that with Jeff uh, when we come back from this break. Plus, we're going to tell you about some of the really cool things that are new 
at this year's fair, and then we'll kind of recap some of the great traditions. If you've never been to the Boone County Fair, this is a good year to check it out. Uh, lots of fun things to see. Uh, we'll talk about the ham breakfast, which is coming up on uh, July 23rd, and uh, the livestock sale on July 22nd. Things that you really, um, if you've never done it, it's a fun tradition to be a part of. You're listening to the CEO Roundtable Show. I'm Fred Perry with Jeff Cook. Back after this on 93.9 The Eagle. This is a required weekly test of the emergency. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable show. Fred Perry, your host, is speaking. Glad that you have tuned in. Visiting with Jeff Cook, the president of the Boone County Fair Board. Uh, let's talk for a second about the the, the Boone County ham breakfast, uh, the fair ham breakfast, because, uh, you know, I think that uh, if you've been around uh Columbia and Boone County for a while, you sort of maybe take this delicacy for granted, but uh, there's something very special uh, that uh, Virgil Gardner played a very um, uh, key role in, in sort of uh, making uh, Boone County hams sort of a, in a class all their own, and, and he, he had a special name for them. They really weren't country hams. They were Boone County hams. Is that right? That's correct. Tell, tell that story. Do you, re- do you recall that story? Well, no. His... Uh his dad, Bud Gardner, uh, you know, had, uh, uh, you know, Gardner hams. Yeah. And, um, for many, many, many years. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, when he passed away, then, you know, Virgil took over his business. But mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, um, going up there with my dad when, uh, when the hams came in mm-hmm. and there'd be, you know, all the neighbor guys would, would stand around and, and, and these were called green hams, right? right? Yeah. Right. They're called green hams. And they're so le- they're, are they leg quarters? Is that sort of a, a fair well, way to describe? They're the, you know the the muscle of the rear end of a hog. Okay, you know. the rear end. Does it have to be the rear end? Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, Can't be right. the front end. All right, all right. Um, like, hmm. But anyway, you know, it'd be it'd be thirty neighbors standing around carving on these hams, and then they would put the cure on them and then hang them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, and they'd hang for months. They would. Uh, yeah. And there's there's some degree of climate control in these ham barns. No. No, there's, um, you know, I mean, it's a special barn, you know, Virgil and, uh, Bud, you know, their building was, a a uh, a building. It was short. Yeah. It, it wasn't, um, you know, I'm, I'm six three and I would have trouble walking. Yeah. And this uh, is so you there. could reach the hams while they were hanging. Right. Yeah. Right. And that way you could reach up and, and hang the hams. Mm-hmm. But then there was, uh, screen windows all the way around where they could open those up and had good ventilation yeah. uh, in there. And you call that climate control. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he was a kid, that was climate control. They didn't have air conditioning. So, but, um, yeah. So, so Virgil kind of uh, uh, almost got sideways with the USDA. Uh, is that who it was? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he decided uh, there, the USDA had these sort of uh, broad regulations about country hams. And so at some point along the way, they decided, well, these aren't country hams. They're Boone County hams. Yeah. And so, uh, he was uh, able to get, uh, the classification change. And, and so as a result, now this is through his nephew, it was a Randy Fenton that uh-huh. we heard speak a yeah. couple years ago. Um, but you know, it's, it's really, um, no, I'm getting my names mixed up. This was the USDA inspector that came in, uh, that spoke on Virgil's behalf at, at the oh, Hall yeah, of Fame. Oh, yeah. At the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Dinner. So, yeah. um, but anyway, uh, there's something very special about the Boone County ham. I, in fact, I had Boone County ham this morning for breakfast and, and, 
Uh, you know what? There's nothing like it. Uh, I will drink uh, six gallons of water today because I had country <laughs> ham for breakfast. But uh, it is a real delicacy. And I think that a lot of people haven't experienced it. But the flavor is just off the charts. Yeah. Breakfast for everybody. Talk, yep. Tell us about that. Well, you know, Just Jeff's has the um, concession stand out there at the fairgrounds. Yep. And so last year he approached and uh, and he said, hey, he said, you know, I, you know, what does it take for uh, somebody to try to, you know, provide the breakfast i'm right here mm-hmm. next to the coliseum and so uh the ham breakfast committee uh sat down and talked to him and and decided uh, to let him yeah. try to do the breakfast so we're excited about yeah. that this year you it's know. kind of unfair to call it a concession tim because we're not talking about corn dogs and funnel cakes no we're no. talking about his world famous cheeseburgers ribeye sandwiches uh, right. I mean, uh pork loin sandwich i mean he really he goes uh, all out you yeah. know, at this, and it's it's quite a it's quite a treat. You know, and when it comes to fair food, this is something pretty special, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be uh, serving uh, the speaker at the ham breakfast this year is a young lady that we both know uh, fairly well, Caroline Sicht, and uh, I uh, would imagine that's going to be some great entertainment. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, Caroline grew up with my son Cody showing livestock, mm-hmm. so I've been around her all of her childhood life. And, yeah. And uh, she has a great set of folks, and yeah. and so I'm really excited to to hear her. You know what she's going to talk about. And she was a Inglewood hustler, which is not a slur. That's actually the name of their 4-H club down in uh, down in Inglewood, Missouri, which is uh, kind of behind the Columbia Regional Airport, right? And uh, which is a very active 4-H club. I mean, yeah. they really they have a lot of stuff going on. And uh, she's the daughter of uh, Dwayne and and. Um, Oh, I just forgot uh, her mom's name. Uh, we said it just the other day on the show. So, uh, Dwayne, well, well I'll, it'll come to me. Miss well, Sick. I'll, I'll blurt out. And, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Sick. But, yeah. uh, okay, so um, we have the ham breakfast. We talked about the Friday night livestock auction, uh, which are both at, at the Coliseum. Well, and also on the ham breakfast. Yeah. It originated in, in 1945. Wow, during the war. Yeah. And Interesting. so it, the, the first ham breakfast was held at the... Uh, Methodist Church downtown. Um, uh, let's see, right up from Booches. Yeah, the, on the 9th big, Street. Yep, yeah, the big Methodist yeah. Church. And then I like uh, how you use bars as your uh, geographical <laughs> benchmarks. <laughs> and so then they come together with the Boone County Fair and decided to incorporate that with the Boone County Fair. And so in 1946 was the first ham breakfast at the Boone County Fair, and it's been going. Uh, yeah. since 1946 pretty amazing yeah. uh, every year the uh, a farm family is honored is that correct that's correct um, at the at the fair can you say who's being honored this year uh the vaughn family from sturgeon oh absolutely they've yep. hosted uh, the town and country dinner over the in the years yep. past and their kids have been very active oh in, they're, in, uh, they're a super family yeah um you know just you know just a, a down-home family you know you you watch yeah. the, the family and they're just they all pitch in and help one another. They, they all pitch in and help the the fair board community. Uh, the community, yeah. They're just a yeah. they're just a, a good, awesome family. And I think they always have a foreign exchange student living with them. So yeah, I think so. Kind of, quite yeah. often. So um, okay. So uh, I want to talk about some of the new attractions at the fair this year. Okay. And um, so um, the Royal Legacy Circus, and uh, you know you can get into a lot of trouble having a circus at a at a county fair, but. Uh, Tell us about the Royal Legacy Circus. Well, so the Royal Legacy Circus, it's uh, a tight wire, a high wire circus act. And then they also um, uh, have uh, poodles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe they're all poodles. 
that are going to do not not walk on the high wire, but uh, they're going to do tricks and flips yeah. and and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, so no uh, element. If you're from PETA, uh, no animals uh, being tortured. No. Uh, uh, no elephants. No tigers. No zebras. I mean poodles and people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, but it's a really fun show to watch. It is. Yeah, yeah. it's a uh, it's a real exciting show and a good. Uh, uh, you know, something that the kids are going to really get into and yeah. enjoy. That's uh, they're doing twice daily uh, during the fair. Uh, the the time, the show times will be on the website, uh, which is the Boone County dot com. Is that correct? Correct. So make sure you put in the word the Boone County dot com yeah. and you'll see the show times on the on the website. Right. And we'll post that um, as, as soon as they start moving in uh, the Royal Legacy Circus and then uh, Johnny Rocket Cycle Circus. Um, once they both get in, then we're going to sit down and talk with them because we want to alter their times. Mm-hmm. And so uh, once we figure out the times of their shows, then we'll post that yeah. on our website. Yeah. Well, maybe they can get together and the poodles can ride the, the cycles there as well. There you go. So, um, all right. So tell us a little bit more about Johnny Rocket Cycle Circus. So uh, Johnny Rocket Cycle Circus, it's a motorcycle uh, circus where they do stunts and tricks on motorcycles. They have a big steel cage that uh they get inside and start riding upside down and sideways mm-hmm. and everything and and so uh you know it's exciting yeah uh, a lot of a uh, lot of activity and, and a lot of uh a lot of noise and, and thrill for the kids I'm right sure it'll be fun yeah. to see that uh so one of the other new attractions this year is um the show me swine races and yeah. so there's another like a good pig race uh talk, talk <laughs> about uh uh what uh, folks can expect to see with the show me swine races well you know people just it kind of looks like a horse track. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they line the hogs up and they all each have their same, you know, separate little cages. Yep. And the whistle blows and the gates open and these little pigs just take off running around the circle. And, yeah. And, uh, it, you know, the, the people just really enjoy and get into hooping and hollering for their pigs. Yeah. To, and you get to, um, you can do a little, um, I mean, what happens in the stands stays in the stands, but if you want to do a little wager on the side yeah. with the, the, the fellow sitting next to you, uh, uh, that's, there's probably nothing illegal about that, I would guess. Uh, so, uh, but, uh, so people pick their pigs, right? Right. And, uh, they, they cheer them on. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Any idea how many pigs actually participate in the race? Uh, I'm wanting to say there's, Five or six. Okay, five or six. Very good. All right. Well, maybe I'll jump into the race this year and yeah. uh, give those pigs a run for their money. Um, the uh, one of the other things that uh, is kind of happening all throughout the fairs is uh, uh, Nick's Barnyard Petting Zoo. That's uh, that's quite a production. Uh, talk about uh, Nick's Barnyard Petting Zoo. Well, we had uh, we had Nick's here last year, and the people really enjoyed uh, him being there. So Nick will bring in about 60 animals. Uh, some of those will just be livestock animals mm-hmm. that you'll see on farms around here. And then there will also be exotic animals, too, that, uh, you know, our kids don't uh, don't typically get to see. Yeah. And so you can walk through the pens. Uh, you can't go in the pen with the animal, but you can walk up to the pens. You can buy uh, little cups of feed from Nick and uh, feed the animals. Um, and so, you know, it's more. So of how a, many animals are we talking about? About 60. 60. Yeah, that's uh, that's impressive. I mean, because right. I think it's it's interesting that our kids. Uh, I I just notice as time goes by that fewer and fewer kids really know where our food comes from. Right, and so the chance to come out and and see uh some of the the 
um, livestock that's being shown by the 4-H kids and then to be able to go to the petting zoo and, and see some of these other animals. But, you know, uh, most of our kids are just exposed to dogs and cats. And so this is a real thrill right. uh, for little kids uh, yeah. to get to see all this sort of menagerie of, of animals. Right. And so, and, and Nick will also bring um, pony rides. Okay. So, um, you know, the kids can, um, um, you know, ride on the on the pony ride. Yeah. Uh, if your kid's not exposed to horses and, and want to experience that, then... Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, for the adults, uh, uh, there will be a beer garden with live music uh, all week. Is that right? Yep. Dive bar. Uh, they're on the business loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bring out um, and set up the, the beer garden. And then the dive bar hires uh, local bands to come out every night and perform. Yeah. And so, you know, all that's in your gate admission. And everything that we're talking about here is in your gate admission. There's no extra charge for any of that stuff. Except the pony rides. Okay. Uh, you'll have to pay for the pony ride. Yeah. But okay. everything else we've talked about is in the gate admission. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if if you drink or if you don't drink, you can come down to the beer garden and sit down and just, you know, sit and listen to some music yeah. and enjoy the atmosphere. So there's a couple of minutes left in this segment, but I, I want to talk about this this carnival because this the carnival is something that uh, uh, you're pretty proud of. Uh, you get a lot of positive feedback. This is a carnival that you is highly sought after out of Alabama and uh, you have convinced them to come to, to Boone County again. Yeah, they uh, they have been our carnival for several years. Uh, we lost them. Uh, they went to Sturgeon with us the first year yep. and then uh, we were too small up there for them, so mm-hmm. We had to find somebody else, but once we moved back to Columbia last year, uh, they rearranged their schedule to come back to Columbia, and so we're real excited to have them. I, uh, and no offense to any of our listeners who used to be carnies, but uh, uh, you get some pretty good, positive comments about the people working at the carnival from people who have attended the fair. Yeah, they're just a, it's a family-owned carnival. Uh, they're a Christian family. Um, I remember... Uh, you know, one year I was invited down to the um, bumper cars mm-hmm. uh, on a Thursday morning at 10 o'clock because they were going to have a fellowship yeah. down there. And I went down and, and it was just, it was really heartwarming to see the the carnival workers coming in and, and um, you know, just talking about Christ and just how clean they are. Yeah. And we get a lot of compliments when people leave um about the carnival and Mm -hmm. and um you know how much fun they had and then a lot of the moms you know say that you know they were really comfortable with the the carnival employees you know helping their child in the swing or uh getting you know strapped in the ride and yeah and so that that just means a lot to us the carnival wristbands this year are twenty dollars but wednesday is buddy night you bring a friend you get two carnival wristbands for 30 bucks right and so uh that is uh on top of the admission to the fair but uh, it's well worth it because uh, the rides are unlimited when you have that wristband you're right you can ride as many times as you want yeah. so um we are visiting with jeff cook who is the president of the boone county fair when we come back uh we're going to talk about the fairgrounds itself and a new permanent home for the boone county fair and and uh sort of what we expect to see happening in the next few years as the fair uh, gets reestablished back in Columbia, its rightful home, and and, uh, some of the things you're going to see on a permanent basis associated with the Boone County Fair. I'm Fred Perry. We're visiting with Jeff Cook back after this on The Eagle 93.9. This.
This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. to the CEO Roundtable show. Fred Perry, your host this weekend. We are visiting with Jeff Cook. Uh, Jeff is uh, the president of the Boone County Fair Board. Glad to have him uh, in the studio this weekend to talk about uh, the upcoming Boone County Fair, uh, celebrating its second year back uh, at its home in Columbia, Missouri, out at the Boone County Fairgrounds. Um, and if you don't know where the Boone County Fairgrounds is, I think the, the Parks and Recreation Department has a, a new name for it, but uh, I want to talk about that in a minute. Uh, before we get into talking about the relationship with city, the City of Columbia Parks and Recreation Department, I uh, Let's talk about some of the things that are happening on Saturday because those are big draws for a lot of people. But you've got the car after the ham breakfast uh, later in the day. You've got uh, um, you've you've got the uh, car, car show. show. Yeah, uh, talk yeah. about that. So our car show. This is our second annual car show. We had a really good turnout last year, and um, uh, people were real excited, and the public was excited uh, about the car show. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, Saturday afternoon. And the, the neat thing about our car show is the cars are voted on, not judged, uh, which means that um, we're going to have a, a spectator's choice. Yeah. So Sound nice. When, when you all come out to the fair, we'll give you a voting card. You can walk around and look at all the cars, and you get a vote on, on yeah. your, your favorite car. That's neat. Uh, and we also do a, a queen's choice. Okay. So, uh, you know, our uh, fair queen, she'll yeah. be able to pick uh, pick her choice. I forgot to mention on Tuesday, you have the, the queens uh, and the princess pageants. Wednesday, you've got the baby and little Mr. and Mrs. Uh, 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 County Fair contest at the Coliseum, uh, and then uh, on Thursday the exhibits for the 4-H kids begin, and and so uh, you'll be able to go in and see everything they've created. So also on Saturday night is something that uh, people uh, get very excited about, and it's something that you didn't get to do last year because of space limitations. Right, but you're going to have a demo derby again. We are. We're excited to bring it back. Uh, we had a lot of calls last year. Uh, people, you know, really wanted the demo derby, and so. Uh, we put forth the effort this year to make that happen. Now, I do want to uh, let people know that seating is going to be limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, feel free to bring a lawn chair or blankets uh, to be able to watch the derby. But One uh, of the things on the uh, checklist, uh, the punch list for the, the county fair and, the, and parks and recreation is is to replace uh, the grandstands, which uh, really, uh, while the fairgrounds was closed, uh, really deteriorated pretty quickly. Right. And uh, so uh, didn't have access to really preserve those things. And so a lot of the wood was rotted. You, you removed the wood. So it took away a lot of the seating but you're bringing in temporary seating on the back of uh, uh flatbed trucks this year correct? well yeah they're big semi trailers yeah. and uh they unfold into uh bleachers yeah and so, so we've rented those this year for okay. the for the derby so but bring a blanket those are going to fill up fast uh, bring a blanket and a lawn chair and yep. uh that'll be a, a good place for you to sit and watch the show and there's something about seeing cars crash into each other that really excite people yeah yeah <laughs> so it's, and and something else that um you know, we're doing this year in the fair board, uh, uh, puts this on as our kids zone. And, um, uh, Jessica is on our fair board and she's running, she's going to do a craft every night. Mm. Um, wow. So, uh, you know, the, the 10 and under can come in and, and, uh, and do these crafts. I know, uh, Saturday during the car show and demo derby, it's, uh, uh, you'll be able to paint a car. So she'll have little model cars. And, oh, okay. And your child can come in and, and paint the car. Yeah, how fun. Uh, one of the nights is, um, uh, uh, you know, plant a flower pot. Okay. Um, but, 
uh, lots of kids activities, and, and that's in the Coliseum. Is that correct? Uh, well, it's going to be uh, out where the old pork producers uh, oh, okay. uh, concession stand in there. Yeah, yep, okay, is uh, right next to it is where we're going to have that. Okay, so good. every night there's going to be crafts going on in there that uh, the kids can. And that's something free of charge for the kids. Oh yeah, it's yeah. free of charge. Yeah. And our, our face painting, uh, you know, it's free to the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, balloon twisting, juggling. All of that stuff yeah. is, is free to the kids. Cool. A great family event. Uh, just maybe a, a quick nod of our hat to Veterans United. They have made it possible that if you are a veteran, uh, you get in free to the fair all week long. Right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's, that's, that's amazing. They used yeah. to do Wednesday night. Yeah. And um, they come to us last year, and we sit down and talked, and, and they said, hey, well, you know, we would like to make this all week. And I said, well, we would too. Yeah. And so we partnered up with that, and and um, that's sponsored by Veterans United Home Loans, and so we really appreciate what yeah. they do and the big part of our fair. It's it's kind of interesting, and I think that uh, uh, they really don't get enough credit for for what they did. But uh, uh, several years ago, the the um, Veterans United stepped in and, and offered to uh, rent and maintain the Coliseum on the fairgrounds uh, for the county commission. Um, and so that they could hold their annual Christmas party there. And so they were basically, uh, maintaining the building throughout the entire year, uh, for the ability to have their Christmas party there. And of course, they're a very large employer in our community. And, right. and the idea of getting all their employees under one roof was very important. The, the Coliseum was the largest building available to, to do that. But I think that what happened over the course of, of their lease of that building is they, literally spent hundreds of thousands of dollars improving that building. A lot of people said that building needed to be torn down. Uh, but because of the work that Veterans United was able to do to get in and, and uh, uh, waterproof the building, fix the roof, fix right. the HVAC, uh, fix a lot of the problems, replace the bathrooms, uh, you basically, uh, we we have a coliseum that the fair can use during the the you know, the, that one week of the year. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, uh, I remember, uh, in 2014, our last ham breakfast at the Coliseum, uh-huh. that Saturday morning, we had a downpour of rain yeah. about seven o'clock in the morning. We had 14 trash cans sitting around catching the drops, catching the drops, you yeah. know, and, uh, thanks to veterans United, we don't have that yeah. anymore. That's so, uh, that was a great, uh, a service they did for the community. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, sort of, uh, the relationship between the Boone County Fair Board, uh, and, uh, the city of Columbia's parks and recreation departments. When, when, uh, it, when it was being discussed that the county might turn over ownership of the, of a portion of the fairgrounds, uh, to the Columbia, uh, parks and recreation department, there was a lot of concern from the rural community and fair supporters that, uh, the city would put the screws to the Boone County Fair and that our fair kids would not have the opportunities that they once did. Talk about that relationship today. Well, that relationship has just been outstanding. Uh, we couldn't ask for a better partner. So what they've done is they've designated 29 acres to the Boone County Fair. Um, that will be the Boone County Fairgrounds. Yep. Yep. And, and it's, it's forever. Uh, so, uh, when you go out there, it's on the west side of the runway where our carnival sets. Um, so everything on that side of the road, not the Coliseum building, but, where the carnival sets the 29 acres that runs uh, to the west over to Oakland Gravel. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that land is donated to the Boone County Fair. That's awesome. And um, and so 
you know, eventually when Parks and Rec decides to start developing the east side where our grandstands is and the livestock barns, mm-hmm. then we'll need to move that stuff over. Yeah. Uh, and that was something early on. Uh, uh, you and I were involved in the early conversations about that that subject. But uh, as as the fair board president, you sort of longed for a more compact fairground. So right. it was hard for elderly people, especially on those with accessibility issues, to really get from one feature to the other at the fairgrounds. Right. Everything was so spread out. Yeah, we were, you know, we covered 50 acres is what the the fair covers today. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, which sounds nice, but it is. It's just so, you know, spread out yeah. and opened. And um, so having a little bit condensed um, is a whole lot better for, yeah. for everybody. What has impressed me as, as someone that's on the sidelines looking in is uh, – the relationship that you have curated, that the fair board has curated with Mike Griggs and with Gabe Huffington, uh, of uh, who is now the acting director of Parks and Recreation. And uh, both of those gentlemen uh, seem so committed to doing what's right for the kids in rural Boone County. Yep. You know, and that, that's pretty impressive. You know, the, the, the focus is usually on soccer and baseball and all those right. other revenue producing sports, but, but they just seem to have a very genuine, authentic concern, uh, for, uh, the 4-H and the FFA kids. Right. I, I think in their eyes, um, you know, all kids are equal no matter what, uh, you know, what they're participating in. So, mm-hmm. um, they've been just hands hands down just great to their 4-H kids and whatever we need yeah. you know they rewired their livestock barns last year to mm-hmm. bring them up to code and um it's been great yeah uh, i think uh, there are have been uh, for at least 40 years some significant electrical issues out of the fairgrounds and it sounds like the city's getting those cleaned up pretty quickly right yeah, yeah. which is which is nice um so uh i want to kind of just talk about uh sort of the future of the fair uh you've got 29 acres uh which um uh depending on your perspective uh is is really kind of a nice footprint and you've sort of in your mind at least and maybe on paper uh you sort of mapped out where things are going to be what what do you sort of envision in in the years to come at what the Boone County Fairgrounds will look like well that's the nice thing about partnering with uh Columbia Parks and Rec is they have a design team mm-hmm. and uh so they made that design team available uh to the Boone County Fair, mm-hmm. we've met them out there a couple of times, mm-hmm. and and talked about you know what our needs are, and you know where things are going to fit because they have the capability of putting that stuff on paper. Yeah, and so uh, you know we've kind of got a uh, a rough plan of where the livestock barns are going to be, where the parking uh, trailer parking is going to be for the livestock mm-hmm. um, after this year's fair, then. Um, are going to work on the the grandstands, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get it uh, relocated because we would really like to bring the truck and tractor pool oh, yeah. uh, back to Columbia as well. But yeah. we need really need to move the grandstands and get that established yeah. before we do that. And so that's the nice thing about partnering with uh, Columbia Parks and Rec is they they help us with that. Yeah, and um, you know if it wasn't for them, we would be kind of you know out there sketching on paper and you know trying to figure it out ourselves but yeah no question well i think it's uh you know one of the things that we often forget about is that agriculture is really a big part 
of Boone County's economy and its and its heritage. And I think that the fair is really that one time a year that we sort of tip our hat uh, to our Boone County, uh, to our agricultural heritage. You know, when you think about the companies that are based here uh, in Missouri that uh, are involved in agriculture, whether it's MFA or MFA Oil, uh, Orschland, and, you know, so many other companies, uh, this is a, a big deal. We think about the insurance companies and the university and, and, uh, uh, the types of, uh, think industries that we think really sustain and healthcare sustain our local economy, but agriculture has been there since day one and it continues to be a pretty big cog in the economic engine. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, um, I mean, that's, um, I don't remember the numbers, but I mean, agriculture is a, Number one industry in yeah. Missouri. Yeah, it so. is. No question. And so, uh, well, uh, it's exciting to, uh, see the fair thriving. Last year was your best year in the history of the fair. Uh, you shared earlier and, and, uh, uh, so we're looking on having a, uh, an even better year this year. Uh, rain or shine, uh, if, if it, it doesn't matter if it's hot, you're going to have a good time at the Blue right. County Fair. So, yeah. uh, and you can, uh, relax in the Coliseum if you get overheated, uh, but, uh, get out and enjoy, uh, the beautiful evenings we're going to have during the, the fair, the fair runs from July 19th to the 23rd, 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily. Right. And uh, lots of things. Go to the BooneCountyFair.com if you want more information. Jeff Cook, Boone County Fair Board, thank you very much for joining us. Great to have you. Fred, thank you for having right. me. Congratulations on your success. This is Fred Perry. We're signing off uh, uh, for this week. Next weekend, we're going to have the new president of uh, Jeremy uh, Moreland, the pre- new president of William Woods University, joining us on the show. We'll see you next weekend. This is the CEO Roundtable on 93.9. The my city and I love it. Yeah, I love it.